Hey friends, it's Mark James. Today is Saturday. Um, is it? No, it's Friday. Oh, balls. Well, we've made a mistake already, but we don't edit this podcast, so let's keep it in. It's Friday, unless, of course, I wanted you to think that I don't edit the podcast, and I said it was Saturday on purpose, knowing full well it was Friday, just to fool you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest, I've not had the best day. Um, it's been a bit rough, I'm, and in the aid of not slipping into toxic 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 masculinity i'm going to tell you what's gone down i know a lot of you come here for laughs and hilarity and me talking about shitting and various other bodily fluids being spilled by the way we're two shares away from the virginity story two people share it and tag me in it you'll get that story on tomorrow's podcast but anyway um god So, toxic masculinity. I hate that. And the whole point of this podcast was to try and be honest. Everybody is going through the same things at this time. I have tried to be relentlessly positive. I've tried to be positive for other people and for myself. I've made things and, you know, all of that to try and cheer people up, including this. But part of that as well has to be just being honest when you feel shitty. And I'll tell you yesterday that I uh, drove to my show which was in Skegness, and I had an alright show, not like the greatest show ever, not the worst show ever, it was pretty, pretty alright, um, audience were nice and all that, but I had a conversation before that uh, about work, and I found out that, of course, uh, the Welsh Government and the Scottish Government have not brought shows back, and just because of the way things have worked out, my shows next week and the week after are all in Wales, and my shows the week after that are all in Scotland, so I have three gigs cancelled next week, three weeks, three gigs the week after, and then six gigs the week after that. So basically, I just had 12 shows pulled. Uh, 12 shows is a lot of money. You know, it's thousands of pounds. There's only six weeks left of this season, uh, which is the six weeks I have left to earn some money. And half of that earning potential is now taken away. So... And we're about to go into a Christmas where there's no gigs and no work. And then January, February, March, when usually I would go abroad and do gigs in Sweden or whatever. They're not happening either. So I'm basically about to have five months, more months off. And I'm going to look for opportunities and do everything I can to make money because you've got to support your family. And I'm, you know, there's there's no way I won't do that. I will do anything that it requires to do that. But I don't mind telling you that, you know, based on that, the fact that I'd had a few uh, late nights because of... Um, you know, the breakdown in the car, having to get the the higher car. And then the diversions that I was talking about yesterday, they happened again last night as well. And basically, I just slipped into a horrible, hopeless sort of depression. I was driving home. It was supposed to be two hours, 50 minutes. Again, it took over three and a half hours. And I honestly cried for about an hour of it, just full on sobbing tears while driving. Because it all was just, it just got too much. Everything built up on me. I was stressed about um, looking after my family. I was stressed about the work not being there. I was stressed about the fact that I was driving a different car, which uh, made me laugh and I'll come back to. Just all of it, you know, you can hold it in for so long and you don't tell anyone because you want to portray this successful, happy, joyful thing and most of the time it is like that you know when I tell you funny stories and talk about the stupid stuff and I laugh my head off that's really who I am that is 90% of who I really genuinely am which is the point of this podcast but every now and again it gets too much 
and that phrase, it's okay not to be okay, I think um, was pretty prevalent. And so last night I cried. And then this morning I got up and I just felt dead again, just dead to everything. I felt despondent, couldn't be bothered. You know, I got up early again to take Joshua to school and we both got in the car and he was full of beans as usual. And I could just tell I was putting it on. You know, I didn't feel that way. But then I got home and gave my head a shake and I looked at the diary and I looked at what I still have to earn and I worked out how I could stretch that money and what I could do and some other opportunities I could take and I started to see a little bit of light and I'm not going to lie I still don't feel amazing today but um, I, I can see that you know sometimes the problem you, your own mood your own inability to feel happy can cloud your ability to see your way out of the problem I think that's what's been happening a little bit the last sort of day or two. But uh, I feel like it might be okay. But I'm just being honest that if you're not okay, I'm not too. You know, someone uh, messaged me very kindly on the podcast and said, it's so funny to hear stories of total failure, car breakdowns, you know, having accidents where you shit yourself and all that sort of stuff from someone that they have perceived to be wholly successful. And I can see why that why things would look like that. People look at my, you know, social media out, uh, 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 social media posting. And, you know, I post about things like, oh, I'm gigging in Chicago and, you know, I'm doing this show in L.A. or I've just warmed up on this TV show or I've got this gig tonight and all of those things. And it looks like things are going great, but it's the same shit as everybody else. It really, really is. I'm in a position now after five months off where I'm literally paycheck to paycheck. I'm doing my shows and then I get paid by my management uh, every Friday for gigs that I did two weeks ago. So if I didn't do a gig two weeks ago up until that Friday, I'm not getting paid. So I'm literally living gig to gig. You know, this morning I woke up with not a penny to my name almost and got paid uh, today from my management and now things are okay again until the next time. It's the same situation that everybody's in. And you look at people, and, I, and I'm friends with plenty of people who are doing really well, you know, or have got huge amounts of Britain's Got Talent fame, or they've been on TV shows and things like that. And I know that they're out doing comedy clubs for next to no money, or, you know, they're doing appearances on different shows for next to no money. And they're doing gigs. Here's the thing, they're doing gigs that I know they wouldn't be doing if they didn't need to do them. And so just kind of try and let yourself off with the fact that even people that you think are doing really well are in the same situation as you. We're all going through the same bullshit. This whole situation of disease and this virus spreading and, you know, the virus that is also the media and social media. And we don't know whether what the government are doing is in our best interest. It's funny that we believe that the government are acting in our best interest with regards to coronavirus, when we also know that they basically don't act in our best interest with regards to anything else. When it comes to tax or job security or any of those things, the government do everything they can to stay rich and fuck us over and yet when it comes to coronavirus we believe that they're acting in our best interest and maybe they aren't so we've got to act in our own best interest and we've got to be a community and we have to look after each other and the first part of that is being able to talk about it so I'm telling you exactly how I feel the shit that I've been going through the last few days and in general has mounted up to the point that I've cried for an hour driving home which is pretty tragic um but you know 
If you want to talk about it, send me a message. I'm there for you. If you listen to this podcast and you're having a bad day, I will talk to you about it. Drop me a message. Let me know you want to chat and I'll talk to you um, because we're all going through it. And, you know, maybe you need to talk. Maybe listening to this will help you enough. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But if you do feel that way, talk to someone. That's all I'm going to say. Let's have some happier stuff, though. Um, Well, I saw someone chewing with their mouth open yesterday and it made me want to kill them. (laughs) And that may be because I was in a mood already, or it may be just because people who chew with their mouths open are annoying. So if you chew with your mouth open, stop it. If you talk during films at the cinema, stop it. If you don't move over enough... um, and someone else has to get really close to cars that are next to them, and you go over the middle line in the road. Stop it. I hate all of you. There's probably more people that annoy me. Um, I finished Mary Poppins. I know I was talking about that. Um, It turns out she's a bit of a dick, by the way. Mary Poppins is a twat in the original books. She basically gaslights them kids, you know. It's it's very mean, and I'm done with the book now completely. And I, I looked back over some bits to kind of re-remind myself of things that were annoying me and yeah she Walt Disney did her a lot of favors so that's that Uh, I was talking about the car thing so I've got this rental car it costs way more money than my car costs and I didn't have a huge amount of money yesterday and I had to fill the car so I put fuel in um to get to the gig and back I thought basically it was a 340 mile round trip and there were 360 miles of fuel in the car on the digital display. And I thought it would be okay. But then on the way home, I got diverted again, uh, diverted again, just changed the way I speak for a second, got diverted again. And uh, it was longer. And there was a point when the amount of fuel that was in the car was exactly the same as the amount of fuel it was going to take to get home. And there were no fuel stations because we're on little back roads across the Manchester Moors. And it was one of the most stressful situations ever because I was thinking the last thing I need is this brilliant rental car and have to get saved by the AA because there's no fuel in the car. (laughs) Imagine getting towed two nights in a row or three nights in a row because of a stupid mistake. And I was thinking, well, I could potentially make it to the motorway and then go to a fuel station and put a bit in. But it's so expensive on the motorway too, isn't it? So you don't want to do that. And uh, it just was a real nightmare. That was stressful. And of course, I didn't want to go into a petrol station because my face was red raw because I'd been crying for an hour. So that really did not go that well. Uh, I saw a friend of mine last night whose name is Mitch. Hi, Mitch, if you're listening to this. I hadn't seen him since a gig last year when we stood opposite each other backstage and he had a big smile on his face and I asked him why he was smiling. And then I realised... And it was that he'd uh, let out some gas, <laughs> which I could smell. And the fact that he knew I was about to smell it made him laugh. And we're good friends, so it was okay. But it was one of the worst ones I'd ever smelled. So last night, he opened the fire door to me. And I saw him across the car park. And the first thing I said before hello was, when was the last time you farted? <laughs> Oh, and this morning, gosh, uh, it had been a really cold night in the house and we have like a tile floor and our scales are made from tempered glass, bathroom scales. So I didn't get to tell you my weight yesterday. It was 18 stone eight. So I did lose another two pounds. I didn't get to tell you my weight. And then this morning I heard this really weird noise and Joshua had gotten on the scales and then he got off the scales again. And while he was standing looking at them, they exploded. 
the scales actually exploded into broken pieces of glass. So if you, uh, but you know, in the way tempered glass does, so it wasn't dangerous. But um, if you wanna, uh, if you wanna see that picture, I've posted it on my Instagram, or I will have done by the time this is uploaded. So go and check my Instagram, and you'll see the the picture of our exploded scales. Just absolutely inst- insane. Um, I had a few more things I was going to tell you today. I've got the virginity story to tell you. I was just telling a friend on the phone today about when I did Wayne Rooney's son's birthday party. Wayne Rooney's son, Kai. I was the magician booked at his birthday party uh, when he was a little kid. And it's a bit of a crazy story. So I'm going to tell you that tomorrow. And uh, I'll tell you about my rich childhood friend as well, because I was thinking about that today too. But uh, we've run out of time. I've got to get ready and go and get Joshua from school and then drive to my show. So uh, catch you later, friends. Have a good one. And uh, if you need to talk someone, do do talk, because uh, it's important. It is okay not to be okay. Um, Bye, friends. You're all awesome.